0: Welcome back, listeners, to the Catholic Traveler podcast, where we are doing our daily edition of the podcast to take you through the station churches of Lent in Rome. Hi, Mountain. Hi, Joni. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Good. This Saturday after the fourth Sunday of Lent?
1: Yeah, I got to go out yesterday. I went out during our lockdown.
0: I was so excited to see that you were praying the rosary in that gorgeous church I've never been in. You've never been there? I have not. Oh. No. I didn't even know it
1: existed. Yeah. San Giuseppe in Triunfale. So it's right behind the Vatican. And it was it was very distracting because there was already a rosary going on. And then there was a mass because, you know, the feast day. But it worked out, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how it went. It was distracting.
0: It was just, I I think, I, I mean, I only speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for all your listeners and followers. But I would say that while it might not have been the best, like more most prayerful rosary, it was just a beautiful experience to see the church with people in it and to kind of be in union with all those people celebrating the solemnity. Because here in America, we don't often... like. I went to the church. I went to a church dedicated to Saint Joseph for mass, and I don't think there were that many more people than there would have been for daily mass. Um, and I felt like celebrating, and I felt like telling the world that this was a big solemnity and we are celebrating. But the culture isn't such that here that anybody would really care. And so I, it gave me a lot of peace and excitement just to see other people celebrating
1: the solemnity. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Joni. Yeah. So, it was yeah. I was I just, just wasn't about a, me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't expecting. That many people at that hour. Like, I figured their mass was later. Usually they have a big procession through the neighborhood. I don't think that happened this year. Um, so, but yeah, it was, it was nice to go. And it was nice because it was far away. It's like maybe a mile from where I live. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're not supposed to go out except for churches and stuff, count. Um, so it was nice to get out of the neighborhood and go over there. Yeah. I think that, um, I don't think this is really a lockdown. It doesn't feel like it at all. I've talked about that yeah. a couple of times over the past week, but everybody's out. Like I it's see a reddish orange. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a reddish orange. It's like a, yeah. But people are everywhere. People are going to churches all over town and people are going to parks and playgrounds and. So it's
0: great, and yeah. Rome Wise. I saw on. Um, I'm just going to call her Rome Wise. On I saw on Rome Wise's Instagram that they're going to reassess on the 26th. Yeah, so and it might see if go, Lazio is going to go back to orange.
1: Right, just for a few days that's before exciting. the national lockdown for Easter. But you know what that means? If we go back to orange, that, <gasps> then I can do the altars of
0: repose. Yeah, that's exciting because that's you exciting. think the Easter lockdown would start on Saturday.
1: That's, yeah, that's already, it's already established. Oh, it's already set. Even before we went to Red, it was going to be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I think. That's right. I guess they could change their mind. They changed their mind about all kinds of stuff. Sure. But anyway, I'm excited.
0: Small signs of hope.
1: Yep. After taking it all away.
0: So you aren't really a prisoner like you were last time. Exactly. (laughs) And speaking of prisoners. Uh Uh-huh. Let's talk about the Sation Church.
1: Today's church, St. Nicholas in prison. Santa Claus in jail.
0: <laughs> That's It's affectionately known by us as Santa Claus in jail. Right. San Nicola in carcere. Sure. Is that right? Yeah, car-ture, I think... Carcere. Carcere. Sure. Car-ture. I, th- I don't know. Clearly, I don't speak Italian. Yeah, okay. my, I don't, so, I don't Saint Nicholas in prison. prisons
1: very often in my Italian <laughs> it's either. It's true. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, So this church is located right across from one of our first ones, San Giorgio, right by San Anastasia. It's kind of right at the edge of the Jewish ghetto near that big monument, the Victor Emmanuel monument. It's kind of all over there. Um, So this is a church that people have probably driven by quite a few times. It's really tiny. So it's not something that you would see like, oh, I'm going to go in there. And you might be on a bus or something when you go by this church, but it's kind of in that neighborhood.
0: It kind of blends in with everything around it since it's like an ancient temple looking, you know, parts of it kind of look like all the other ancient temple ruins around it. And for a a while I was like, is this church like open or is it just kind of like some of those in the forum that are always closed? Um, I have not been in this church, I don't think. No, Um, But it kind of blends in with the surroundings.
1: Yeah, I've been in a few times. There's a um there's a, a a chapel dedicated to Our Lady of Guadalupe. So that was actually given to the church by Mexico in the 1700s. And so on the feast of Guadalupe a lot of people go there to this chapel. Well a lot of the American type people.
0: Yeah, um I think the station cross or the station church booklet book said that the picture was dedicated or given to the church by jesuit missionaries once they were kicked out of america um and so this this devotion started and now they celebrate her like every the 12th of every month which i think is really neat there's also a devotion to our lady pompeii in this church so i think it's neat to see kind of the little the little i don't want to say cults but that's what they're traditionally called Mm -hmm. um two different devotions kind of spring up at different churches right so why is it called saint nicholas in prison
1: well, there was a woman who was imprisoned here. So this was the site of an ancient prison. There was a woman imprisoned here, condemned to die of starvation. Um, she was kept alive by her daughter's milk. I see you making a yeah, face even before I said I that. I wasn't going to tell that story. But <laughs> Well, you know, we're we're
0: learning about the early martyrs. Yeah. They yeah. always
1: have some kind of interesting story.
0: That's an interesting one.
1: Refusing to die, drinking their daughter's milk. You know. <laughs> Um, so it was dedicated to Saint Nicholas, the patron saint of prisoners. So that's why. So Saint is Nicholas
0: is the patron of prisoners because he was held in prison. We don't think about Nicholas, even if you kind of know the story of Nicholas and how he, when he was bishop, he helped young women who um, didn't have dowries. And he, you know, helped the children and helped the poor. We might not think of him and his attach, you know, his connection to prison, but he did live under the Diocletian persecution. And so, as a Christian, he was thrown into jail, and um, for his his Christianity. And so, I think sometimes we kind of distance him, him from that time period, but that's his time period. It's the Roman persecution under Diocletian, and he was imprisoned again. People really don't talk about this after the Council of Nicaea when he famously slapped either Arius or another heretic. Now that's become kind of this meme that Santa Claus punch it, punched Arius, um, but he was imprisoned for that because bishops aren't supposed to hit bishops. So um, <laughs> before we kind of make this kind of this heroic act of Arius, he or er, sorry of of Santa Claus, he was imprisoned for that. So um, so he found himself in prison a few times and is now the patron of prisoners.
1: Very good, Joni. You know we were talking the other day about Santa Claus. Not we, us, like we at home, because Santa—that's you'd say Santa for a woman, like Santa Cecilia. But yeah, it's Santa Claus, and he's not a—he's not a woman. Yeah. And then my daughter said, "Well, well," she just she made some Italian joke. But anyway, I thought that was interesting because it never occurred to me that Santa is a. Yeah, a woman, and then it's Santa Claus. Santa Claus. It's
0: nice because iPhone never autocorrects when I type out Santa Croce to you. They never autocorrect Santa because they think I'm typing Santa. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Anyway, so yeah.
0: Any okay. I, I feel like we've talked else? more
1: about Santa Claus than Saint Nicholas. Yeah. But.
0: Well, it is. Well, that's true. But it, it is Saint Nicholas's church, so. Mm-hmm. And you can see, you know, the life of Nicholas, right? And frescoes. There's a lot of art here. I'm not going to get into it but there's a lot of famous art and famous artists have decorated but nothing like you have to be an art person to even recognize these names it's not like there's michelangelos and caravaggio's in here caravaggio's rival was working in this church but if you really like you know random 16th century art you should go to this church
1: yeah it's it's a pretty church there's lots of relics there's a little ciborium over the main altar Uh, Beautiful wooden ceiling, like we see in so many of these churches. Um, I mean, it's definitely another one that you should pop into if you can. And they also have a crypt, which I've never been in, but it's there. I think it's open, like to the public during normal times. You can just pay a little fee to go down. That's also something I recommend people do. If you see Hmm. a crypt, go in it. Yeah. Yeah. The church we're going to talk about. Why not? The church we're going to talk about next week. Neither of us had been in that crypt. And then we went down. Well, I had never been in before we went together.
0: Oh, I thought you said we have never been in. And I was like, Oh no! Hmm. We but
1: ha- we had, had not. never been in. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We had not, we had not been, been in been until we were. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, until we went on our last trip. Yes. Um, and yeah, there are like bones and stuff and frescoes. So anytime you see a crypt, try to go in. It's fun. Yes. You might see yeah. something exciting or it could just be a bunch of dirt.
0: And a lot of times you just have to ask. Yep. You know, the sacristan's willing to let you do it down, you know.
1: Yeah, for a little fee, like three, you just to, have to, three ask. to five euro or something. Can... Yeah. Okay. So,
0: so this was supposed to be the titular church of Hans Urs von Balthasar, who was elevated to be a cardinal, but died before he was, before the consistory. So he was made a cardinal, but not really made a cardinal in the end. Um, I mean, I, we still call him cardinal, but. Anyway, he never possessed this church, but this was supposed to be his titular church. So you know I love my little titular church trivia.
1: You do. And so do our people.
0: So, yeah. Thanks, people, for affirming <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> well, sometimes it's interesting. So, sometimes the titular stuff. Well, sometimes it is. Sometimes yeah. it's not.
0: <laughs> so that's all I have to say about this church.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything else for this one either. Okay. Tomorrow's a big one.
0: It's the biggest
1: it's a repeat is it our first repeat it is our first repeat
0: it is yes yep so yeah. and I'm excited about it
1: and people it's gonna get controversial tomorrow too
0: it is I can't wait
1: yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love some controversy no I really don't you're the one that likes controversy
1: uh, yeah but I do I like to stir things up
0: so we're stirring things up tomorrow
1: yep all you so I mean I'll I'll be as well but You love this topic. I do. Okay. So yeah, Yeah. tune in tomorrow for some controversy and a beautiful church, big church, biggest church in the world. One that we've already told you about, the outside, part of the inside, underneath, but there's more.
0: Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Mountain.
1: All right. Bye, Joni. Bye, people.
0: Thanks, listeners. Ciao, Ciao, ciao. Ciao.